Welcome to Green Wave Radio. Your episode starts now. Welcome to Green Wave Radio. I'm Hayden Kim. When I applied to Dalberton, my interviewer was the now retired Mrs. Banowski. She was one of the nicest teachers I have ever interacted with up to that point in my life. As I went from class to class on the first day of school to meet all my teachers, I realized that all of my teachers were amazing. We have so many fantastic teachers at Delburton, and it really does bother me that we can only cover so many. Putting all that aside, today we will peek into the life of just one of those fantastic teachers, Miss Jenna Gomez. My name is Jenna Gomez. Um, I'm a Spanish and French teacher here at Delbarton School. Uh, I also lead foreign travel uh, to Peru and other Spanish-speaking countries. I am the moderator for the Spanish Honor Society as well as the Spanish Club. I am a diversity coordinator for the school and therefore work with the student group Diversity Among Peers. I also work on the admissions committee. Can you tell me a little bit about where you grew up, um, your family and your childhood? Um, so I am a product of Friends Schools. Those are Quaker schools. Uh, I went to Germantown Friends School in Philadelphia for the majority of my life, and then I switched over to Abington Friends School, which is in the suburbs of Philadelphia. Big change going from a inner Philadelphia school to a suburb school. <laughs> um, my parents are both educators. My they originally both teachers. My father a math teacher. My mother a language teacher. Uh, I switched over to Abington Friends School because my father became the head of school there. So I have a very unique experience uh, in that respect. And yeah, I grew up spending a lot of time outside and with the kids in my neighborhood. Uh, my best friends were my friends in my neighborhood and still are. Since both your parents were educators, did that play a role into you becoming an educator later in life? Uh, yes and no. Actually, I spent my entire life fighting against Working in a school, I really didn't want to do that because that's kind of what I was so used to. But eventually, everything I started doing kind of added up to education, education, education. Uh, I'm not the kind of person that can sit in an office and just focus all day looking at a computer. So I knew I had to be doing something active. Um, I have a love for language and learning about other people and culture, travel, things like that. I also love psychology. So I had a moment in my... So at the end of my sophomore year in college, a little freak out because you have to declare your major at that time. And you're thinking a lot about not just your major of what you want, of what you like, but also what can you do with that. So I loved my language courses. Um, I loved my psychology courses, but I, I couldn't figure out how that would lead to a job. So my um, counselor just kind of broke it down really simply. She said, you know what, you love this, you love that. You should double major in Spanish and psychology, and then you figure out what job you're going to do later on. Um, I also thought maybe I wanted to go into international relations, um, but then to do that, you had to switch schools within GW and there's no going back. So I worried about what if I change my mind? As you can probably imagine, I'm not a very decisive person, so I go back and forth a lot. Uh, so yeah, I fought it a lot. Uh, but then I had little experiences along the way. I started substitute teaching while I was in college. I had an experience um, in high school where I was working at a bilingual school, um, kind of um, volunteering there. Uh, and then in my juniors, the summer after my junior year in college, I worked for a program called Breakthrough Collaborative, which basically is an opportunity for students to teach students. So I was a teacher with my own classroom, teaching eighth grade students, um, trying to uh, get into better high schools. Um, and so 
eventually I realized I just loved it. I loved working with kids. I loved talking about what I was passionate about. Um, and the psychology piece comes in there because you, I mean, psychology, you can apply to everything that you do. You, you learn about how people, why people do what they do and how they react. But what's most interesting for me in psychology is the developmental piece in adolescence. Because you guys are going through um, just a fascinating moment in your lives where everything you do is really, really, really unique to you. But the stages that you're going through are actually... Um, sort of standard across the board. Um, but no one would believe that because everything you're doing is is no one else would understand. Um, so I loved that and, and that's why I came to work with high school students uh, teaching a subject that I love and am passionate about. Um, after college, what what did you do to lead you to Del Button? Sure. I was working at a restaurant at the time um, in Washington, D.C. where I met my husband. And I thought that I was going to be doing that for the next year. And then I got the job at Del Barton and made the decision to come up here. What about Del Barton said, wow, this is the place I really want to work at? Um, a couple key people uh, that I met upon interviewing were Brother Paul, Ann Lecky, and um, Ian Maserano, none of whom are here anymore, actually. Uh, but Brother Paul... Uh, sort of sparked my interest because he talked a lot about how Benedictine values match up uh, with some of the Quaker values. Um, so obviously I told you I'm a product of Quaker schools. Um, and so I really liked that idea. Inma talked a lot about how much fun working with the boys here was, um, how interested they are in what they're learning, um, and just talked a lot about the learning environment. Uh, so that was interesting to me. Uh, and I was really just ready to move wherever to, to get my career started. What are some of the biggest lessons you learned while teaching? While teaching here or while teaching at all? Yeah. Hmm, that's tough. Um, while teaching here, uh, I learned how goofy teenage boys are. And I love that. It makes the classroom, uh, it's a really unique experience. And you have to really learn how to tailor your lessons so that they're interesting um, and kind of tricking kids into learning, I think, sometimes. You have to do activities that force them to learn, but um, they don't actually necessarily realize in that moment that you're applying everything that you studied the night before. Um, but I think overall teaching really is done much more outside of the classroom. The opportunities that you have to connect with students are really what make up uh, your job. Uh, Del Barton talks about educating the mind, body, and spirit, and I think that anyone who works in education needs to have that at the forefront of their minds. Um, because your, ne your job is never just you in the classroom and what your, your students pick up. It's much more than that. You told us before that you are the moderator for the Diversity Among Peers Club. What triggered you to take such a keen interest in the cultures of other people? So that started when I was in high school. My interest in other people, their backgrounds, cultures, what makes us different, um, what makes it possible for us to connect over those differences. Um, and so through working with the DAP, uh, not only do I get to know the students on a much deeper level and, and really get to see uh, what makes them shine, um, but I also uh, have the opportunity to help them foster the skills that they need to be able to connect in this 
ever-expanding globalized world, right, mm -hmm. with people who are really different from them. Um, I also get to do activities with them where they are able to explore their own identity, and that's incredibly rewarding when someone, um, specifically a student, uh, begins to form pride for who they are and discover pieces of themselves that they didn't realize were that important before. And that's important to me because I remember very um, specifically going through that in high school of trying to figure out who you are with all of these other things going on. Um, so I feel like I can connect to it uh, and it's just really rewarding. The kids that I get to work with are, are incredible. That was Ms. Jenna Gomez, a Spanish and French teacher at Dalberton. This is episode 2 of a 3-part teacher highlight series. Talking to these teachers are so much fun for me. Most of the relationships between teachers and students are purely in the classroom and nothing else. With these interviews, I get to know these teachers not just as teachers, but as people. That is, by far, the best aspect of running this podcast. I am able to meet people I would never have been able to before, but that's the episode. Before we go, I want to thank Ms. Gomez one more time for her contribution to this episode. Thanks for listening, and see you next time.